Hello, campers, and welcome to the IT Business Podcast. I am your host, Marvin B. This is the podcast where we try to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Tonight, I will be giving you some updates, as some of you may know if you've listened to the other shows, I was going to put the podcast on hold. I will still probably be doing that with the live shows, but I think I can put out some audio podcasts, you know, kind of old school, and uh, keep you guys abreast not only what is going on, uh, but hopefully still give you some tech and business advice. So tonight I'll be giving you an update about my mom. I'll be giving you an update about me, and we will talk about advice because some of the advice that I got in my messages and emails from people uh, I think is very apropos for some of you in business. I know that uh, some of you are stuck, and life is too short to be stuck, so we'll talk about that as well. So let's get down to... The business first of my mom. Here's what you need to know. So she did come home from the hospital last week. She had her bone marrow biopsy. uh, And that came back with a diagnosis of what she actually has. And she had basically a lot of symptoms that just didn't seem to match up. She has light chain multiple myeloma, which basically is a blood cancer. So there are a few different versions of this, and they're not exactly sure which one it is. But the bottom line is that she has some bone damage, and she's got some lesions uh, on the bones, basically spots. And this is a weird and rare disease where I think this is only 1% of all cancers. But the bottom line is that they caught it early. Uh, They took care of her renal failure, her her anemia, and they spotted her bony lesions. So they are able to start some treatment. She does have some additional tests that she's doing this week so that they can kind of figure out how far along she is and what treatment they're going to recommend and do. And it'll basically help us find out what the long-term prognosis is. But all indications are that she will be fine and she will be queen bee for a very long time grumpy and fighting her way through life. So I wanted to give everybody the update on that. As for me, uh, I know that I mentioned briefly that I was a little bit under the weather and it was basically the kind of sinus and flu-like stuff that I have every year. I did take two COVID tests and both of them were negative. So I did not have covid Unlike my Florida man friend, Mike, up in Clearwater, uh, who got COVID, I did talk to him. He is doing well, Uh, but I'm good and uh, should be able to do the show 
on a semi-regular basis. Like I said, I'll probably do audio versions for a while until we bring back the live show. But that is where we are with that. So the advice that I got from people, and first of all, I need to say thank you to everyone that sent email messages. Uh, Some of you even called and I, I thank you very much for your concern. I thank you for the offers that uh, that I got for people to help me in the business if I needed it. Uh, people offering to come and help do stuff down here in South Florida, but I, we are doing well. And like I said, um, we're good. Now that mom is home, that makes things a whole lot easier, and we should be back to normal soon. She still has her treatments to go to, but uh, we are good. But I did get a lot of people that actually reached out and shared their stories and some experiences that, you know, a lot of people have dealt with cancer in their life. And I'm not sure if you as a listener is one of them, um, unless you've told me and I know for sure, but I think cancer is one of those things that affects more of us each and every day. And uh, I did get a lot of of comments about being able to spend as much time uh, with my mom as I can. Um, The bottom line is, you know, when they're gone, they're gone. And we will be doing that. One of the things that I think has really stuck out to me is a lot of people talking about doing stuff because life is too short. And of course, that's one of the reasons that I always tell people to put family first. You don't ever want to look back and wish that you had done something uh, when you were busy doing something else. And so uh, I try to live that. And that, I think, was the gist of what a lot of people were sending in their messages. And it was interesting because I you know, have been working and been paying attention to Facebook and Reddit. And it was interesting. So the tech portion of tonight's show is that I dealt with probably at least one issue for sure that some of you probably dealt with earlier this month, Microsoft put out some updates that randomly rebooted servers mainly domain controllers, and I thought I had an issue with a Synology NAS because every time one of the Synologies would start to back up, it would reboot the server. And then I dealt with another client where the Synology had gone offline, and as soon as I went to go put it back online, I actually had to do a reset and a reinstallation of the DSM software, and reconnect the Synology to the domain. And as soon as I would do that, the server would reboot. So I actually thought it was a Synology issue at first until I got on Reddit and found the message that talked about the Microsoft updates that technically had been pulled. And so most of my servers, because I patched them a little later than most people, did not have these, but a couple of the servers that got patched pretty early um, had this issue, and I just I just didn't know it. But as I'm 
reading through Reddit, I saw that techs were fighting over patch policies and you know some people talking about well how can you stay up with security if you don't patch in time and some people talking about well i don't install patches until a month later because i want to make sure that if there are any issues other people experience them first and then there was this big whole reddit rumble about when you should update your servers and patches and i was like man life is too short so i got out of that one but then today I had an issue with a, it wasn't with the law firm. My client was trying to install some video software. They actually, it's going to be a little hard to explain, but their client is the insurance company. But one of the people that they have to talk to is an actual inmate in one of the Florida jails. And because of COVID down here, they're not doing, you know, in visit or in-house depositions and stuff like this. So they're actually uh, pushing out software and it's not zoom, you know, it's not team viewer. It's not, you know, any of the regular video stuff. There is a special software that is being pushed out by the County that this, uh, this, this uh, Florida jail is in. And that is the only software that they will allow to be used to talk with the inmate. And so we went to install the software and it just kept timing out. And at first we didn't know what it was, but then I got an RMM alert that it was being caught as a ATC4 or what AT4 detection, uh, basically, you know, malware. And so it would not let the, the video software install. Now, I probably could have done what the tech support people there had said because I, I had the, the uh, attorney call them and say, hey, your software is being detected as malware. Can you verify that, you know, it's clean? And they could not. And they, their only solution was, well, disable your antivirus and firewall. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really going to happen right away. So we're going to uh, take that software and install it on a non-network system and make sure that it is okay before we do that. But I was looking for some research because of this on the ATC4 detection. Um, some of you may not know that I use SolarWinds as my RMM. And while some people have bolted from SolarWinds, I, it still works for me, so I'm still with them. And I use the Bitdefender uh, as the first line of defense along with some other stuff uh, layered on top. And Bitdefender is what uh, alerted on this software. So I just wanted to kind of do some research and see if anybody else had had this issue with the software with Bitdefender. And of course, I go into Reddit and the Facebook, and all I see are technicians and people arguing about that AV is crap. Why would you use that? Blah, blah, blah. And somebody was trying to say, well, I appreciate your position, but it turns out the bottom line is they ended up fighting for like an hour or more, like 
as I'm looking through the timestamps, because I'm not actively in there with them. I'm just kind of reading the history. And I'm thinking, man, why are people so angry? And why is it that we have to have these arguments and debates and fights over this stuff? It's just ridiculous. And again, all I kept thinking about is, man, life is too short for all of this. I don't have time to argue with people over what works for me and my clients and what works for you and your clients. Find what works, find what's in your price range or find what your clients will tolerate or, you know, do what you got to do for you. But don't sit in a Facebook group or a Reddit group and start attacking somebody else for what they do. Um, It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, there there are many, many things that are much, much more important. So I just figured, you know, as I was debating as to whether I would do a podcast and an update and stuff, I thought I'm, I'm going to do one on this and encourage people the way that people were encouraging me. You know what? Spend your time on what's important in life and in business. And the reason I want to bring up the in business part is because I've had conversations recently with some people that are, I don't want to say that they're struggling, but they're either at a plateau or a decision in their life where they're trying to figure out what to do with their business. And in particular, I've got somebody that I know that is working a full-time job and wants to take their part-time IT job and turn it into the full-time IT job. And then I've got another person that is thinking of getting out of IT because they don't think that the money is there. And to be honest, I've told this person that it's not that the money is there, it's that you're unwilling to see if your clients will pay a higher price. And I went through my situation. So I, I have to kind of preface this story with, you know, the client that I fired back in 2017 was one of the first clients that I actually went to battle with over price. Now, price is not why I fired them, so I wanted to make sure that I got that out there. But because they were a larger customer, I didn't think that I could approach them with a price increase. And it was another attorney that finally said to me, what is the value of what you do? And how does that relate to other people in the area that are charging, you know, lower or higher or whatever? And it was that attorney that kind of convinced me, look, it's your business. All these other businesses out there, the electricians, the plumbers, the Targets, the Walmarts, they don't, they don't care what consumers are willing to spend. Now, some of them are trying to say, we bring you the low prices and we'll beat any price, blah, blah, blah. But there are others out there, especially service industries, they set their price and it's take it or leave it. And, you know, electricians and plumbers and things of that nature, contractors, you know, they set their rates and people don't seem to complain about it as much as they do with IT people. 
part of that, I think, is because we as IT people are probably a little weak and we give in way too easy. So I told this person about the situation where I finally got up the courage to basically create a letter and send it over to this client. And I went up 30 bucks an hour on them and I didn't uh, give them a chance to fight back. I just said, these rates will become effective on this date. And, you know, I, I did the you know nice stuff where I said, look, this is basically, you know, an, an effort for us to grow in services, maintain our commitment. And, you know, it was basically to say, look, in order for us to do what we got to do, I've got to charge you this. And I didn't give them a chance to to look at it and try to talk me down. And the bottom line is they paid it. I don't, I mean, one, I think they could have afforded it. It wasn't the issue. They just, you know, probably would have tried to talk me down just to see if they could. But the way that I did it did not give them that opportunity. So part of what I want to say is, you know what? Life is too short. If you are trying to do your business and you need to raise your rates, raise your rates. Now, some of you may say, well, I, I don't, I can't do that in my area. Well, you know what? Why don't you try it and stop making the decision for your customer? You let them make the decision. If they can't afford your rate or if they want to go out and find somebody cheaper, you let them make that decision. But you make the decision for you and your business and your family. One of the comments that the main attorney, when I first gave him the letter, you know, he made the joke, Mavi, I got to eat. And I said, so do I. And he kind of looked at me like, okay, I got you. So that's, uh, that's just something to keep in mind. Life is too short. So if you are in a situation where you're, you know, working a full-time job and you want to start your business, you know what? Stop making excuses. Start figuring out a plan and do it. I know that when I started my business, and I started my business in 1997, so I, I've, I've done this quite a while, and my decision to start my business came when my boss tried to tell me that you wouldn't survive a month. And I'm like, you got to be kidding, right? He's like, okay, maybe three months, but you'll be back. And I said, not a chance. Um, so I made the decision to figure out a way to make it work. Now, I've got a whole other story on that that I can talk about later. But, you know, so if you're looking, you know, to start your business, start it. If you're looking to make changes in your business, if you've been in business a while and you need to, you know, raise your rates, you need to find some other software to help you, you need to put together a, a PSA, an RMM to run your business, do it. Figure it out. There are a lot of people in this industry who are, you know, especially in our podcast industry, who are not going to be like the Facebook fighters and the Reddit rumblers, who are more than willing to share stories with you, share their experience. So if this is something that you need to do, now I'm not a business coach and my situation won't help everyone. Uh, I might have good advice for you. I might not. But the bottom line is if you're looking for some help, reach out to me, go to my website, send me a message, 
I could probably find somebody who is in a similar situation to you, whether you're just starting out, whether you're a trunk slammer like I started out, Johnny Ponytail, don't worry about what the people call you. I'm the man in the van, and I don't even have a van. I don't care. You shouldn't either. But if you're in one of those situations, maybe you've been in business for 10, 15 years, you're at a plateau. I'm sure I know people that have been there that uh, finally made the decision to go from, you know, the one-person shop, the one-man army, and start hiring employees and, you know, are now making a couple of million a year because they've got staff to help them support it. You know, what I'm saying is life is too short. Reach out. Let's find somebody to help you get past that plateau. All right. I kind of rambled there. <laughs> but the bottom line is uh, life is too short. Uh, don't get to a point where you try to look back and say, man, what if? So I think that's going to do it here. I do know that I was going to do something with Florida Man because I know that some of you have missed that. So what I will do is in tonight's show notes, I will put some links to some recent Florida Man stories. Uh, I think there are some good ones in there that you will like. There's one about human smuggling. There's a man that fights off a bear. There's a story of a tearful reunion between a man who was separated from his dog for seven hours because of of a tornado. Uh, Some good Florida man stories there. So head over to itbusiness.com and click on the show notes while you're there. If uh, you got referred to this program or you are needing to make sure that you uh, do the transition from PodNuts Pro to the IT Business Podcast, go to the follow page and select your podcatcher and find the show under the IT Business Podcast feed because the PodNuts Pro feed will go away at some time. All right, well, that is going to do it for this episode. I thank you for your time. Just remember, folks, life is too short to be unhappy. Have fun, be grateful, and live with no regrets. I will be back with another show soon. And until then, holla.